0: Hi, and welcome to the Small Business Sisters podcast. If you're new here, we're Jenny and Christina, two actual real life sisters
1: who both happen to start their own small businesses. If you're here, you're probably a woman small business owner who is running a lot of the show by herself. Over the last eight years we've each been in business, we've had to discover a lot of business owning on the fly. We know that running a business, a household, and maintaining mental health can be challenging because we've shed a lot of tears over it. Thankfully, we've always had each other to ask all the questions, bounce off all the ideas, and just have someone on the other end who gets it. And that's why we're here. That's
0: why we started this podcast, to help other small business owners who are doing it all feel less alone. We talk about business strategy, our mental health journey, and all that falls in between. We're
1: glad you're here to join our sisterhood. Running a small business can be lonely
0: and overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be. How much time would you save and how much stress could you alleviate if you had someone to help you create a marketing action plan that's aligned with your goals and your communication strengths? What would it feel like to have time set aside to strategize, organize, and brainstorm for your business only? That's exactly why Miranda Rodriguez from Marketing for the Uninhibited is
1: hosting her Big Ass Goals workshop at the end of the month. The Big Ass Goals Workshop is happening on Thursday, January 26th at 6 p.m. Central Time on Zoom. In this 90-minute co-creation workshop, we'll create a plan of action that will get you one step closer to achieving that big goal every single day. If you've been waiting for the holiday selling season to end before creating a plan for 2023, now is the time. Tickets are $150 and here's what you'll get. 90-minute live workshop on Zoom, step-by-step plan for achieving that big goal, my four-week action plan framework, real-life client examples and how they got there, time to share and work through your ideas, digital workbook and calendar to keep you on track, an optional Q&A at the end, optional lightning hot seat round for real-time feedback, community of other business owners like you who are ready to level up. Space is limited. The maximum capacity for this workshop is only eight people. So hurry and click the link. It's going to be in our bio of our Instagram. And grab your seat to this workshop. I just did it in December, and it was really great to nail down specific goals that I want to put into my business in 2023. And you can also visit our website, smallbusinesssisterspodcast.com,
0: and follow the link there to sign up. You've heard us talk about Miranda from Marketing from the Uninhibited a lot in our podcast. Mm-hmm. And that's because Christine and I both have a personal experience in working with her. And she is a fantastic marketing coach. We like to refer to her more as like a business therapist mm-hmm. because that's kind of the experience uh, you get with her. I In all the years that I've worked with her, What has helped me the most is I kind of come to her with like all these jumbled up ideas and emotions as often we get because our business is so personally attached to us. And so she's able to be um, just like an unbiased perspective on your business, listening to all the things you're saying and kind of trying to pull out these ideas or goals you have and then creating tangible action plans. And so that's Mm -hmm. what I think I, I haven't done the one-on-one workshops like Christina, but I have been a coaching client and that was most helpful to me having those action plans each month of like, all right, here's what I think you should do to get to what you're saying you want to be. So that's what I can highly recommend Miranda is helping you get those tangible actions in place.
1: Yes. And that's what the, her workshop coming up at the end of January called your big ass goal workshop. I took it back in December and it's exactly what Jenny's talking about of really getting down, you know, it's so easy to say a big goal, but you, you can't necessarily put into action a big goal without those smaller steps underneath it. And so this workshop, she did a really good job of helping you discover, um, how do I word this? Like, you know, you have your business and then you have the things that you're really passionate about outside of your business and what makes you, you. And she does a really good job in this workshop, having you kind of figure out how can I use the gifts and passions that I have outside of my business to kind of fuel behind it, um, fuel a goal behind it. And so really getting down to what, what kind of makes your, what kind of makes you go, what, what, motivates you and pushes you? And then how can you apply that to do something really big in your business? And so that's what I loved about it. It really made you dissect that and see like, oh yeah, those don't have to be two separate things. I can really bring that in. And then of course, like Jenny's saying, Marina's all about those action plans. Okay. So now that we've figured out how to combine your passion and your business together, how do we make an action plan to get you to that? that big goal. So it was really good. I highly suggest it. Tickets are $150. It's live on Zoom on January 26th at 6 p.m. Central Time. I know that if you can't make it live, you'll for sure be able to get to the recording, but there are some amazing bonuses of being live and a part of like, there was a ton of people when I was on it and we got to collaborate, which is really cool. Um, But tickets are $150 and here's what you'll get. 90-minute live workshop on Zoom, a step-by-step plan for achieving that big goal like I was just talking about, a four-week action plan framework from Miranda, real-life client examples and how they got there, time to share and work through your ideas, that collaboration part, um, a digital workbook and calendar to keep you on track, an optional Q&A, optional lightning hot seat round for real-time feedback that was really beneficial um, to get not only feedback from Miranda but the other business owners that were on there and then that, the community of other business just like you that are ready to level up and kind of, it was, I left feeling really encouraged and motivated to do that next step for my business. Space is limited. The maximum capacity for the workshop is only eight people. So jump over there and grab your seat quickly. To do that, you can click the link in our bio or go to our website, smallbusinesssisterspodcast.com and you'll find the link there. And this is a
0: great way if you're not ready to jump in in full-time coaching, doing a workshop like this, a one-off workshop is a great way to like test out the waters, get some um, goals set and see what Miranda is like as a coach. (laughs) Hi, everybody. We're so excited to be back. It's our first episode of 2023. 2023. It was like weird being gone, Christina, don't you think? Like, it, I got now I feel out of the rhythm of doing it. I feel like we were such, you know, every week we were recording and talking about it, and then we just weren't.
1: So I'm glad we're back. I know. I'm so glad to be back. I took my week off. Like I said, I was going to. I did not even do the Beautiful Chaos Instagram. Good job. So I'm proud of myself. Yep. Way to stick I to your a- boundaries. Yes. I mean, I still did my personal Instagram to update all the holiday stuff. But um, yes, I didn't. I just like didn't worry about it. Didn't worry about po- still posting products and all that. So well, I, I think was we'll- excited I did it.
0: Yeah, yes, I agree. And I think it's good, the practice for me, because I, I don't know if it's part of my, like, so I think I've shared before, my anxiety is, like, in the OCD spectrum. And I think mm-hmm. I can get so rigid with, like, rules and boundaries. That also is mm-hmm. my Enneagram 6, too. So, like, there's mm-hmm. a lot of that, that where if I say, oh, I'm going to take a break and not do this, then I get, like... Crazy about it. So for me, I think it's good to say like I'm not going to put pressure on me myself Mm -hmm. to do to do it or to not do Mm -hmm. it. So like if Mm I felt something in the moment, like I mean I call it magic, but whatever you want to call it, like you're feeling it, then post or do it or you know go to your workshop. I've been cleaning at my workshop, which has been really good this week because that's something I never do because I'm always you know in the day to day grind. So. I feel like that's been good for me to not put rigid rules around anything, just to, like, mm-hmm. do what feels me and feels good. So, yeah, I've taken a break, mm-hmm. too, but just, like, followed how I'm feeling in that moment.
1: Yeah. I actually talk about that in the my new planner of, like, how when to post because I feel like there is a lot of pressure to do it daily, but it, you really don't have to. Algorithm likes that, but people – you also want to post when it's like truly you, like you can show up as you. So that's
0: good. Cause I'm sure people can yeah. tell when you're like forcing a post.
1: <laughs> right. Right. And it's not, it's not like the best part of your story if mm-hmm. you're robotic. That's good. Um, but yeah, I'm glad to be back. I was a little antsy for sure, taking time off. Cause I think I've actually uh, seen all, a lot of uh, materials, whether that be podcasts or books or posts, whatever it is, about millennials specifically um, running ourselves ragged. Like I don't know where it comes from. I don't know uh, what has caused that. But anyways, and people that listen to us don't like when we generalize generations. But um, that is the thing right where we can work. We we brought Leslie Alder on and we were talking about that of like working. We have the tools to work all day, every day, because now we work on our phones and our computers mm-hmm. that do we ever just rest? Um, and so anyways, I think I felt a little bit of that antsy, but that's where I've been reading, like reading actual books. And so anytime I kind of felt that way, I just was like, okay, well, I'm just going to go read my book. And I did. I read like four books. That's so good. Which tells you how much I was like actually bored. I mean, there was other things I could have done, like clean my house. I just decided to read my book. But I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to – be I love January because it feels like well spring is my favorite in general th- favorite season. <laughs> I think there's like a newness and a um, exciting is excitingness a word? Sure, thrill like of you know everything's kind of fresh, big, new, life. fresh becoming alive again. Yeah, where. Uh, It's also when my birthday is, which is probably why I love spring. But anyways, Mm -hmm. I always get excited in January because it does feel um, like the doors are just open to, it it almost feels like you have permission to re-examine things and get rid of what doesn't serve you and add to what does. And I know you can do that any time of the year. It just feels like January is a really good reset and I enjoy resets.
0: Yeah, I think I've come to realize the older I get, like I really appreciate the change in season in the rhythm of the calendar because I think, because I really do, there's something I love about each season at the beginning and then by the end, I'm like, okay, I'm ready for the next one. And so I like, I've come to love about winter that it's especially parallel to where I live, that it's just dark and cold and it feels like you go inward and hibernate a little bit in all aspects of life not just physically Mm -hmm. and then you do it's like you're like gearing up for that life that's growing beneath the ground and Mm -hmm. letting it have time to sprout in the spring so yeah I think January I think we can be hard on January I'm speaking to myself here but it it, Mm -hmm. there is something needed about the just quiet and the reset and refresh
1: Mm-hmm. And we've got some really good episodes coming specifically at the beginning of this year, but um, we've already planned out through with the beginning of March. So we've got really good content coming y'all's way. We're super excited. As always, we feed off of what y'all tell us you need. So make sure you're showing up on Instagram in our question boxes, because that's kind of what helps us know what's most needed at that time. But we're super excited. And today we're going to start with uh, what to do in the month of January, because for a lot of us. If you are brand new, this may be a great month for you. But for a lot of us, we we say the J months are. If you carry a gift item, I guess we should say the J months um, tend to be a little bit slower. A little, uh, they drop a little in. Uh, and if you don't, that
0: out. use this episode for like anytime you have slow patterns in your business. Yes. doesn't Perfect. have to be January. Mm-hmm. And side note, and st- if you can hear, you might be able to hear it because both sets yeah. of our boys are at home, and we mm-hmm. love this about our boy cousins that they mm-hmm. um, still like play online together a lot. So my middle son Elliot and Christina's <laughs> middle son Bennett right now are playing a video game on the Oculus, and you can like mm-hmm. he- I can hear pieces of them. So
1: yeah, I can. Fun da- fact: can hear If you can too. hear that, <laughs> which also will give you hope if you don't have similar ages as your yes, relatives because, because Elliot's 15 and Bennett's uh, eight.
0: Yeah. Nine, and they, they, is they nine. Yeah. All our boys pair up well with like the older. Yes. Younger. So yeah, if anyway. you can hear
1: them, that's them. I know I keep <laughs>
0: here. And the Oculus is like virtual reality. So like I keep hearing Elliot fall on the floor. <laughs> and
1: stuff. Yeah. I have to. Okay. So Sidetrack. Sorry, guys. You know, this is famous of me, but, uh, I did well, the VR did <laughs> yesterday. Well, I Bennett brought me the VR yesterday, and I didn't realize that when you like you can do YouTube on the VR, but you're in a theater in the VR, and you're watching YouTube on like a big movie theater screen. Anyways, I thought that was so cool, and that I was like, cool. "This is this is crazy." Okay, um, okay. So let's talk about in your slow months for Jenny and I. That happens to be January, so that's why we make January uh, slow month list, which Jenny will talk about. Jen, let's talk about what we can do for our shops in January while it might be a little bit slower. Sure. So I guess, first of all, what do you, like you have a place that you actually forecast. So talk about that. Yeah. Wait. What do you mean for my shop for my like night and shine? <laughs> I don't know what you mean. My numbers because it makes sense. What's no happening. Like you have a brain dump space where you put like oh, what you're gonna yes. do when you're slow. It that didn't make sense. Gotcha. No. Okay. So I have.
0: Uh, so I tried to like write down some ideas before recording of things I do when the shop is slow, and it's really like how I observe when my shop is slow. So first of all you should have that data somehow, like either you've been in it a while now and you know those rhythms or just, uh, I don't know, start to watch those so you can have projects ready to go when they're slow. And for me, January is a slower month coming off of, I mean, candles are such a great holiday gift. Fall is like the time for the candles to shine. There's not really like known sense for, um, I mean, I guess there's some like Valentine's Day once but candles don't really like come back into play until summer I guess so I know it's my slower season so all throughout the year I have a note I call it January projects but again this could be just like you know all those projects you think of but when you're in the day-to-day grind you might not have time to do so I just always throw those things into that note I have an Apple phone I'm assuming you have something like that on Android Um. so then I again you're probably hearing me say this a lot but once it's out of my mind it's easier for me not to be anxious about it so like all these thoughts that pop into mind, I put them in a note so I know they're saved somewhere and I won't forget them and so my January project list has a lot of things like I knew I needed to go through all my fragrance oils and condense the bottles. Um, you know, I use different bottles for my poor parties. So I knew, I knew I needed to refill those, make new labels that had gotten all smudged. So like that is an example of a January project. Or for the podcast, we are researching, you know, different ways to set up Podcast interviews and appointments and stuff. So I knew, like, okay, research an app that we can schedule for scheduling. That's in my pod or my January project note. Uh, things like that that just come up throughout the day, and I'm like, ooh, that's something I want to do, but I don't have time to do that right now. And then I just go in there. So like <laughs> January right now. Oh, and I look through all those. It helps me to categorize things by time. So like this project. I can nail that out in 15 minutes. Then I do a 15-minute project. That also helps to have the times so you can be like, okay, I have an hour right now. What could I do in an hour and get those done? Um, So that's my project, my January project list that I always refer Mm -hmm. back to
1: yeah um August this year is when Wildflower closed, so I happened to do this during that time, but- J- July would have been a great time while it was slow as well is I completely revamped my office space, my creative space, I cleaned out all my fabrics, I cleaned out all my shirts, I you know did a good um uh like donation bin uh so that's something you can do when your shop is slow as well is kind of reset your space, reset your inventory um some other like practical things would be to update your website. We have a great episode with um Magdalene
0: Co. Is that how it's oh yeah, meet? Magdalene Design Co. Yes. Okay, I was like,
1: I don't remember. Sorry, any. I was reading um, my notes to see what I was <laughs> Magdalene or Magdalene. Anyway, she walked us through what you should have on your main page of your website, which was really, really helpful. That's a great episode to refer back to and make sure your website is up to par with all of that. Mm -hmm. Um, I always like to do SEO changes to my website at least once or twice a year. So January is a great month to sit down and do that. It's a great time Um, to
0: also like take new pictures. That's what mm-hmm. something on my, like there were a few outdated pictures and I knew I didn't have time to like, because as all of you know, I'm assuming it's a lot, it's not just like take a picture and you're done. There's the editing, there's the making sure you have the right label, there's at putting it on your website, doing the SEO. So like, that's a great project to do even one whole listing at a time and knock them out.
1: Um sitting down and taking time to write out new ideas that you can start implementing in your shop. Kind of like Jenny said, she started doing make-and-takes last, this is the time last year when I decided I wanted to start sewing classes. So it could be a a time where you are like, okay, what else could I add to amplify my shop? Or what do I need to take away that took, uh, January, I don't, I guess two years ago was the year that I was like, I'm I figured out how I was going to do my beach bags uh, because I did know that those took me a lot longer and weren't as fun for me to make. And so that was something that I didn't want to necessarily add to. But how do I adjust this so that I still like it kind of thing? So I think January is a really good time to sit down and do that. January is a great time um, to do something like we always talk about. Marketing for the uninhibited, uninhibited with Miranda. She does a um, kick ass goal workshop in January. That is a really good way to. uh, I did it back in December in prep for January, and it was so good of like basically that, like examining your shop, saying what worked, what you were grateful for, what um, helped you in your shop that year, but then what. Do you need to let go of? What do you need to add? What's a practical goal to achieve yeah, in the coming year and the coming six months? So that's a, like any workshop that you can do. Um, this is the time for that too. Yeah,
0: to add to that, this is a great time to evaluate those numbers that we always talk about. So I like love to go look at my spreadsheets this time of year because so I've told you how I have columns for each source of revenue. So my website sales, my wholesale sales, my um in person sales, make and takes, et cetera. So then I look at those and like what's doing really well and what do I do for those that I want to nurture? So for me, something for my online sales, I always, always, always get sales when I send an email newsletter. If you're if you don't have an email list, I can't recommend that more because that's you well, we love social media. Obviously, Christina plans social media that you can't necessarily control everybody on your follower list is gonna see at each post your email list. You it's going directly to their inbox unless it goes to spam, et cetera. But you can tell people to put it in your um then put your address in their contact list. But your email, you're speaking directly to your customers. So I highly, highly recommend an email list. So I make I like try to plan out a bunch of newsletter ideas. So I have those ready to go because that's always a source of revenue for me. And then I look at like, oh, what what columns aren't doing so well? And is there something I can do there without necessarily investing in more supplies and materials, but just like ramp up what I'm doing? And for me, that this year came out the make and take support parties because I wasn't necessarily having to get new things I just use what I already had it was more of my time and creating a different kind of experience for customers so I was able to bump up a little bit of those sales so that's a really great January project to look at those numbers and what you want to keep doing and what you want to like maybe ramp up a little bit or like Christina said let go of if it's just something that doesn't bring you joy
1: Mm-hmm. This might be a time, too, when you're looking at those numbers to decide if you are at a point where you can hire out something. So you hear that, and you might think hiring out your website or hiring out actually making, but that might be the case for you. But you might even look at, do can I afford to have someone clean my house? Can I afford to order a meal service? Can I afford to have someone come put together my packaging or, um, you know, deliver my orders, whatever, whatever is taking time away from the things that you love in your shop. This is a good time to run those numbers and see if there is space to free up time for you to pour into the stuff that you love, um, and keep doing that and, and give you more, give you more time and hire out the, the, packaging time. I have a friend who owns a business who, uh, she sends her items in boxes. And so putting together the boxes, adding the stickers, adding the business cards takes a good portion of her, her week. And she was like, I hate that part. And she (laughs) does not want other people making her items. So she decided I need to, you know, if that frees up three hours of my week to pour into making that's so much more that I can make and I'll pay, like she just has a teenager come put together her boxes, put the tissue paper in, put the business cards in and put the stickers on the boxes. And then that's done for her. So, you know, when you think about hiring out, I know that sounds daunting, but there's, there's different things that you can do. Jenny has an employee that, that pours for her. So there's different things that will allow you free up your time to do things that you love.
0: Yeah, that's what I have. I actually have three teenager employees, and they like Christy. I wasn't said, sure what the number was. at. <laughs> all the all the things I well, I really look at it as like what needs my essence and what doesn't, and that usually are the things that I hate. And I don't really love labeling. Um, there's just little ads and ends, and I always have the girls and the boy. <laughs> Do those things and it does. It just helps me. I can create so much more in that time where they're doing things that, like, doesn't necessarily need me to do it. Mm-hmm. And that, that can be just a couple hours a week. Like, it doesn't have to be a full time employee or anything.
1: No. And we are going to bring a CPA on this year. But one thing that you can do is if your kids um help you keep track of the hours and you can actually pay them, I think it's it used to be 12,000 something but now it's 14,000. You can pay them that a year and it's tax free to them and tax free to you. And so um that's something that our CPA told us as well and Carrie and I have our boys put together our just said jeans boxes and we do like 10 bucks an hour. It takes them an hour every month. So it's 10 bucks a month, but we can write that off and they're, you know, they're helping us with the task that we, we don't want to do. And it's an easy enough task that they can do it. So, and Caden is much more meticulous than me. So it's probably better he put together the boxes than me. Um, another thing that I would encourage you to do is if you've gotten good at one social media and what, when I mean good is just like pretty consistent and feeling, uh, good about posting, like it's not daunting to you. I would probably pick up another one. Like if you've kind of gotten Instagram reels down and you enjoy doing that and like it, maybe it's time to hop over to TikTok or maybe you experiment with doing some Facebook live sales or like Jenny said, your email list, maybe all of January, your goal is to send two emails a week or whatever it is figure out, cause I'm really bad at the email part. So that will probably be mine of like, okay, I have social media pretty consistent, but now let's go over here and see if that impacts it at all. Cause like Jenny was saying, if you see email list is causing a lot of orders. Okay. Well, that tells me I need to put more into this throughout the whole year, not just when I'm not busy. Mm-hmm. Pinterest is another, another one. So lots to choose from on that. Um, and lastly, if you are a shop that—well, this is lastly for me, I guess. Uh, if you are a shop that has val- good Valentine's Day sales, um, shirts are very popular for Valentine's Day, so that's one of my busy holidays. Um, you need to make sure you're prepping that, uh, those listings, and all of that to start selling. You know, mid and January, so um that's all for me lots of january is a great uh uh honeydew month
0: <laughs> like <laughs> honey a honey for do yourself list. <laughs> honeydew yeah for, for yourself but i also i guess the last thing i would add to is to just to go easy on yourself and give yourself a lot of grace too because you've come out most likely of a really busy you know fourth quarter and so even if you have all your project lists and you only get to one, like even celebrate that because it's okay. It's okay to, you know, take a break and not push yourself to do stuff you don't. I think there's a fine line between pushing yourself and being perseverant and then, you know, pushing yourself into burnout. So just pay attention Mm -hmm. to what you're really loving, what you're feeling, what you're, Energy is aligning with, and it's okay mm-hmm. to slow down and pause. Like yeah. you'll be better after it, because I I know I do that a lot in January, in the evenings. I again, I live in the Midwest, so it's like super dark at four o'clock. So I a lot of times I come home and I do nothing, and I just like watch movies or shows with my boys, or or just do nothing, and. Sometimes I can feel myself get hard on myself for that. Like, oh, I should be doing, you know, X, Y, Z. But I always come out of that. Like Christina said, with the springtime, there's something that flows. So if you are feeling that this winter, like that's okay. It's okay to just slow down a little bit.
1: But I think it's good. Like, this kind of comes full circle to what we were talking about in the beginning of that millennial, like, must always be going uh, mindset that I just read something that said rest is productive. And so even I think now Jenny and I have both been makers with very young children and nighttime is when you work, you don't work during the day. But if you are working all day, there's no reason to still be working in the evening hours. So Mm -hmm. I I think it is good to like, okay, I'm not, if I am on my computer, Doing something fun for Christina that's different, but I'm not going to be updating my website. I'm not going to be responding to emails. I'm, not, you know, like mm-hmm. putting that. And I think that's not just in the maker space. I think that's my husband's, a, you know, on the engineering side, and that's even hard for him to not mm-hmm. do. So, um, I think that. And this is a great time to create those habits and create those boundaries from the get go. Um, and the and I lied because the last thing I'm going to talk about is this is a great time to one of our episodes is about consignment and wholesale. And this is a great time to maybe consider like, is that something I want to add? Um, if so, who do I need to reach out to? Do I need to go to my local shops, introduce myself, um, see you know, if I would jive with one of their shops? I think that that's because most stores are slow in January. So that's their time too, where they might be considering new consigners, They might be considering products to buy through wholesale. So um, maybe write yourself a little script to either email them or walk in and meet. If you are local to them, walking in and meeting them is the best, but um, so listen to that episode. See if one of those uh pathways might be something you're sh- you want to do with your shop and and get on that. <laughs> right. Is that it, Jen? I Any think last so. things from you. Nope, I think that's everything I, mean, that's all I, 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 had I have it written down. In. Um, but we're excited again. We have so much good coming your way through March so far. It'll be the whole year, but through March (laughs) is planned and we have um, all sorts of guests coming on. If you're listening and would love to be a guest on our podcast, there is a Google form linked in our bio on Instagram. Go ahead and fill that out and we'll go from there. Y'all have a great first week of January and we'll see you next week. If you love the podcast, we would love if you'd subscribe and leave us a review. Every positive review helps other small business owners to find us. Remember, don't do life alone. We're better together. For more content,
0: go follow us on Instagram at underscore small business sisters. Make sure to introduce yourself because we love following and supporting other small businesses. And if you're interested in being a guest or advertising with us on the podcast, visit smallbusinesssisterspodcast.com.